what is up my Sunlight Samurais, Hans Zimato here. So as Sunlight Samurais, we get a lot of sunlight and we obviously want to maximize one of the benefits of sunlight, which is vitamin D. So if you get sunlight, you would expect your vitamin D to go up. But in some cases, some people vitamin D don't go up with a lot of sunlight. And I want to discuss why that is and how you can get your vitamin D levels up. So first off, I would just like to say that if you are getting a lot of sunlight and you are feeling better and all your markers like inflammation, insulin sensitivity, vascular function, liver function, everything is improving, but your vitamin D is not going up, I don't think you have to worry too much about it because you're still benefiting from vitamin D and there's a lot of metabolites of vitamin D. So if everything is moving in the right direction, I don't think you have to worry too much about that vitamin D marker because I don't think that's gonna be the best marker to show you know, if you are actually benefiting from vitamin D, perhaps you are of a certain ethnicity that you can actually benefit from lower levels of vitamin D because you're more sensitive to it. Your body can just like regulate and use it better and is more sensitive to the vitamin D. But let's say that's not the case. Let's go through the whole pathway, discuss everything from start to finish, uh, what might be the reasons, many reasons why you can't be synthesizing enough vitamin D. Okay, so the first few things is obviously like where are you located in terms of latitude and altitude. So if you're too high, that obviously changes the latitude that the, sh the sun shows on you. So if the sun is 40 degrees latitude, if you're more than that or 40 or more, basically you're not really synthesizing any vitamin D except for the summer in the middle of the day. So if you're in one of those areas above or below 40 degrees uh, latitude, you want to make sure that you are getting sunlight mostly in the summer and in the middle of the day for about, you know, 10 to 30 minutes whenever like you can get sunlight. And the other factors that can play into uh, come into play, as just mentioned, is time of day, the season, obviously the summer, and then also the pollution. So if the air is pretty much polluted, like you typically get in cities, you're not gonna get a lot of synthesis of vitamin D because that pollution is blocking the UV and you can kind of struggle to synthesize enough vitamin D. And then lastly, it's a, how much skin are you exposing? If it's just the face and the arms and maybe the lower legs, you're not gonna be creating enough vitamin D and you might need longer durations to synthesize enough vitamin D. So usually as men, we can just pop the shirt off, get a lot of uh, torso sunlight, and it's very easy to synthesize enough vitamin D, depending obviously, as I mentioned, the other factors are taken into consideration. Now, with that being said, let's talk about what happens. So you're getting out in the sun, your sun shines on your skin, it converts 7-dehydrocholesterol into pre-vitamin D. That's kind of like the first step, that's what the UV induces. So, kind of like the right limited factor is the availability of cholesterol and 7-dehydrocholesterol on the skin to be able to synthesize that pre-vitamin D. So a lot of older people, like young people tend to have uh, enough of that and the older someone gets, the drier their skin is and the less cholesterol they have on their skin. So improving your skin cholesterol can help. So by applying something like lanolin, it does contain a little bit of cholesterol and 7-dehydrocholesterol. And also using topical niacinamide. So niacinamide increases the energy levels of the skin and that can actually increase your cholesterol levels. So niacinamide is also a great sunscreen. Using a little bit of niacinamide help again to protect you against like photodegeneration, photo damage of the sun, and it can also increase skin cholesterol that you are able to create that vitamin D from sunlight. The other factor is people that are more hypothyroid tend to have drier skin and less cholesterol on the skin. So that might also be a factor that 
uh, you might not be creating enough. But the cool thing is, by giving sunlight, you can actually improve your thyroid function. But it depends on how long it takes for you to get to a point where you are euthyroid and can then create enough lanolin. Because it's not like, here I'm hypothyroid, the next I'm euthyroid because I'm supplementing and I immediately have enough cholesterol in the skin. It takes time for your body to upregulate that you can actually have a good, supple, healthy skin producing enough fats and um, cholesterol there. So th those are the three things. You don't have enough cholesterol, which you can do like niacinamide, lanolin, and make sure your thyroid is in check so that you have enough cholesterol in the skin. Now, some people think that melanin is actually the main thing that inhibits the production of vitamin D. That's why people with a darker skin needs much more time in the sun to create the same amount of vitamin D than a very light-skinned person, someone from Ireland, for example. They burn very quickly, and they can synthesize a lot of vitamin D quickly. But the melanin is actually not the right limited factor for someone to create uh, vitamin D. The right limited factor is actually the other metabolites of vitamin D. So, as I mentioned, 7-dihydrocholesterol is converted into pre-vitamin D with the help of UVB light. But then that pre-vitamin D can actually be converted into other metabolites like lumisterol and tachysterol. So they don't have the same actions of vitamin D. So your body can create a lot of these metabolites that actually inhibit the production and the synthesis of more pre-vitamin D. So if your body just creates a lot of those metabolites, you can struggle to get your vitamin D levels up. So this is kind of like, there's, there seems to be a sweet spot with how much sunlight you should then get on a daily basis. So let's say you work outside, maybe you can do like longer sleeve clothing to protect yourself so that your body don't upregulate those other metabolites and then you can tan for like 10 to 20 to 30 minutes on a daily basis, like full body if you can so that you only limit kind of like your sun exposure to when you tan, when you actually want to synthesize that vitamin D. So being chronically exposed, so what, what might happen is that for like, a, let's say 30 to 60 minutes in a day, you're creating lots of vitamin D. And then the longer you're exposed, more of that metabolites are being created, inhibiting the synthesis of more vitamin D. That's just how the body protects itself becoming overloaded in vitamin D. So that's why I mentioned like, if you're feeling better, and everything is improving, but your vitamin D is not going up, maybe you shouldn't really worry about it. Because like, let your body wants to uh, kind of like regulate how much vitamin D you are creating. So if those byproducts, those metabolites are becoming upregulated to inhibit the synthesis, it's basically showing that, hey, stop, you have enough. So even if your vitamin D is not going up, it's like, I have enough, I am improving with what I have. So as long as you get sunlight and do all of the other things correctly, you should be good. So, as I mentioned, that is going to be key. Limit how much you expose yourself to sunlight on a daily basis to limit those metabolite production. Now, if you're in the sun the whole day and your vitamin D levels are optimal, I don't think you have to worry about it. It's just that when you are one of those people that uh, don't create enough vitamin D, you might want to limit your sun exposure to inhibit the, or to prevent, to limit the production of those metabolites that can inhibit the synthesis of vitamin D. The another thing is that when your skin produces pre-vitamin D and then going to vitamin D from sunlight, the more you are exposed to sunlight, that UV light can actually destroy vitamin D. That seems very paradoxical. So vitamin D is actually very sensitive to sunlight, which is so paradoxical. So you get sunlight to create vitamin D, but that vitamin D is sensitive to sunlight. So the more sun you get, the more you destroy your own vitamin D. But I think it's just like, that's how your body regulates its own vitamin D so you don't overload and become toxic. So I think that's just a good thing in general. So the thing is like if you use topical vitamin D 
Don't go outside. You're probably going to oxidize all of that vitamin D and you're not going to increase your actual vitamin D levels. So again, limit. if you're one of those people that can't get their vitamin D levels up, limit your sun exposure to 30 minutes on a daily basis if you can. If you can only get once or twice per week, go to like 60 minutes per session. So 60 minutes twice a week, I think that should be fine. But on a daily basis, I typically get about 20 minutes. So I go lie on a stretcher 10 minutes on one side, 10 minutes on the other side. So it's 20 minutes total. I don't think that's going to cause any upregulation of the other metabolites. I'm getting a good tan, or at least I'm maintaining my tan. I'm not sunburning. I'm synthesizing enough vitamin D, and everything's great. So just to recap, your body is very good at regulating the levels of vitamin D that you create. So it's creating other metabolites like lumisterol and tachycerol that inhibit the synthesis of the production of pre-vitamin D. And then the vitamin D itself is sensitive to sunlight and the sunlight is destroying it. So if you're one of those people, limit your exposure. If you're working outside, go for longer sleeve clothing and have a dedicated time, a dedicated time that you actually tan so that you limit the destruction of your vitamin D and also the production of those other metabolites that limit the, the production of vitamin D. But as I mentioned, if you're improving, Everything is feeling better, but your vitamin D is not going up. I don't think you have to worry about it. All right, guys, let's dive into the next one. If your body is creating enough vitamin D, enough pre-vitamin D, that pre-vitamin D is then going over to 25-hydroxyvitamin D, and then that's kind of like the storage form, and then it can also be converted into many other metabolites. Again, so there's so many metabolites of vitamin D. And if you just look at one, it doesn't really give you a good picture of your total vitamin D stores, you know? So one of the things, if someone have inflammation, or they have low cal vitamin D in general, low calcium intake, your body upregulates parathyroid hormone and that converts vitamin D into the active form. So again, if you just look at the storage form, you're not going to see your total vitamin D stores. You want to look at the storage form and the active form. So calcidiol and calcitriol, the storage form and the active form. Because if you have inflammation, it's going to convert more into the active form. So people with IBD and general inflammatory conditions tend to have an excess of the activated a vitamin D form. Low calcium diet, low vitamin D in general can upregulate parathyroid hormone, convert more of the storage into the active form. So if you struggle to get your vitamin D levels up and you're eating a low calcium diet, for example, check your parathyroid hormone and the active vitamin D. But if you're getting sunlight, your vitamin D is not going up, but your parathyroid hormone is actually going down, clearly the vitamin D is doing what it's supposed to do. The excess, the vitamin D is lowering the excess parathyroid hormone. So even though the storage form is not going up, the parathyroid hormone is going down, which shows that your body is using that vitamin D that you are creating. And then lastly, let's talk about cofactors. Your body uses cofactors for the synthesis and um, utilization, kind of like the conversion of different metabolites of vitamin D. The most important one is magnesium. So all of these steps, all of the conversion steps, the transport, everything, working on the receptor, everything, is kind of like modified by magnesium. So you want to make sure you're getting enough magnesium, especially if you're an athlete, you're sweating a lot, you're doing a sauna, you're outside, you're sweating, you're sweating a lot of magnesium out of your body, especially if someone is hypothyroid as well because they are secreting, uh, they can't retain their magnesium very well. So if you're one of those, it might help you to consume more magnesium <clears throat> and they, your body can then, you know, utilize and process the vitamin D better. So that's going to be the most important cofactor, but just eat a nutrient-dense diet in general, rich in vitamins and all minerals, so that all of the processes in general can work optimally. So just in summary, again, if you're struggling to get your vitamin D up, your body might be creating metabolites like lumisterol and tachysterol that's inhibiting the synthesis of pre-vitamin D, or the vitamin D is being oxidized by the sun, just the excess sunlight in general, and that's why your vitamin D levels is not going up. The other one is you might have inflammation 
or you're, at, you're eating a low calcium diet, so that's converting the storage form into the active form, and then you might seem like things are not improving. And then you might be hypothyroid, you might not have enough cholesterol on the skin to be actually creating enough pre-vitamin D that then converts into the active form. And lastly, you might not have enough cofactors for the whole metabolism of vitamin D. Alright guys, I hope this video was helpful. If you struggle with this, implement these strategies and let me know if that helps you to get your vitamin D levels up. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers guys.